Chapter 5 Dr. Simon and Mr. Dracula Simon Belmont was undergoing a transformation like nothing Tim Bradley had ever seen before. His back was bending over like a hunchback's, and his fingers grew hairy. His nose lengthened and tapered to a point, his face thinning, his mouth drawing into a cruel sneer. His hair became limp and greasy. It was like Dr. Jekyll turning into Mr. Hyde, only much, much worse. And those eyes. The eyes became narrow slits behind which pupils glowed like live coals in a furnace. They burned through Tim like laser beams edged with razor blades. If Tim Bradley could have screamed, he would have let out a long, loud one. Unfortunately, he was so paralyzed with fear that he could barely move, let alone make a sound. Dracula was taking over Simon Belmont's body. Aha! You are a puny little nothing, aren't you? Why ever did Simon Belmont choose you? asked Dracula's voice, coming from Simon's transformed body. I can see that my success in taking over his body is virtually assured. Oh yeah? Tim blurted out, breaking out of his freeze. I happen to have already beaten you 19 times. Is that right, mortal? I certainly remember none of those times. You are a silly thing, aren't you? I shall enjoy hearing you squeal and feeling you squirm when I sink my lovely fangs into your soul. Is that the tooth? Tim shot back. Arg! cried Dracula's voice. Simon's body jerked back as though physically struck. A pun! I abhor puns. If there's anything I can't stand more, it's stupid, silly jokes. Really? Well then, Drac, maybe you'd know why a duck flies looking down. No, stop, or I shall tear you into pieces. Because he doesn't want to quack up. Arg! The vampire's face now seemed to be merely superimposed over that of Simon Belmont's. And that double image face was freaking out. Dumb joke, stupid joke! No, Drac, said Tim Bradley, sensing victory within his grasp. It's a foul joke. The vampire's face contorted with outrage. His eyes bugged so wide, they appeared as though they were going to pop out. Bwah, he said. I shall revenge myself upon you for that, mortal. Take heed. Your blood and soul will belong to me. Don't count, Dracula, your chickens before they're hatched, wamp-pire. Dracula didn't even get a scream out for that one. The fang mouth just opened incredibly wide and then, pop. The flattened picture of the count imploded, leaving Simon back the way he'd originally been, only looking more pained, if that were possible. That was the very worst yet, he said. The accursed vampire almost had me then. If not for you and your jokes, my new friend... I surely would have fallen under his sway. Hey, give yourself some credit. You put some willpower into that battle, I'm sure, said Tim. He was feeling braver already. That old fool wasn't such a danger after all. Ha <laughs> ha, this would be just like an easy video game. You realize that now Count Dracula will be after your body and soul as well. Tim shrugged nonchalantly. I can handle it. If he defeats me and gains the use of my body and remains in this dimension... He will take great pleasure in flaying every inch of your skin off. Tim blinked. And after he pours salt on your raw nerves, he will dip you into a vat of acid. Tim gulped. And then, Timothy Bradley, 
he will start torturing you. Uh, Simon, you know, I think I'm going to need more chocolate for this little expedition. And uh, I just remembered I'm allergic to garlic. Uh, maybe you better get my older brother, Fred. He's really much better than I am at Castlevania. However, Simon Velma had already spun on his heel and started down the road. Come, Timothy Bradley. We shall go to the local tavern where we shall get our supplies and plan our strategy. Tim Bradley stood still for a moment, trying to figure a way out of this business. But then the darkness closed in, cold and ominous. He grabbed his bag of necessities and tripped on down the cobblestones after the blonde hero. <laughs>